In a lot of cases, people are given warnings to never walk alone. Whether you're a child walking home from school or a college student leaving a bar after a few drinks, walking with someone is supposed to be the safest way to get to your destination. The key words there, supposed to be. But today's case will make you second guess that theory. I'm your host, Koi, and this is the story of Danette and Jeanette Millbrook. Danette and Jeanette Milbrook were fraternal twins. They were born April 2nd, 1974 in Augusta, Georgia. On Sunday, March 18th, 1990, the 15-year-old sisters went to church that morning. After church, they went to a church's chicken fast food restaurant to get some lunch. They began their walk home. The two walked around together a lot from place to place, but this walk was different. Something stood out to them that had never stood out before. They noticed that there was a man in a van following them for a long portion of their walk. When they hurried home, they told their mother about the guy in the van. She walked outside and started to look around, but it was nowhere to be seen. Later in the day, Danette and Jeanette walked to their godfather's house to ask him to borrow $20 so that they could take the city bus to school for the week. Now, I'm not sure if maybe that area didn't have a school bus or maybe they just didn't like taking the school bus preferred the city bus but either way they got the money and then they went to their cousin's house they asked their cousin if she could walk with them back home but their cousin's mother said that it would be getting dark soon and she didn't want her daughter walking back alone in the dark they then went to their older sister's house and stayed for about 15 minutes they asked her if she would walk with them home but Their sister wasn't feeling too well. She had recently had a baby. She was tired, so she declined. Jeanette and Danette, they then went to a gas station. Now, they frequented this gas station so much that they knew the clerk, Gloria. Gloria rang them up for a bag of chips, candy, and a soda. Then they walked out of the gas station, and they were never seen again. When Jeanette and Danette didn't come home that night, their mother became terrified. First it was the information about them being followed by a van, and now they weren't home? She tried to report them missing, but she was told by the police there to wait 24 hours. The family didn't just sit around and wait 24 hours. They went out looking themselves. After 24 hours of not finding anything, they contacted the police again and reported the twins missing. The girls have never been seen again since walking out of the gas station, but the missing persons case was initially closed only a year after they were reported missing. Before getting into exactly why it was closed, the first report was taken very sloppy. The last name of the girls was misspelled as well as Jeanette's middle name. 
Over the years, Danette and Jeanette's family members were given various answers on why the case was closed out so quickly. The first one was that the girls were about to turn 17. Once they were 17, they couldn't be forced to go home anymore. And even though they weren't 17 when they went missing and there was a report of a van following them around, the initial investigators felt that they were runaways. But there was another odd thing that came up in this investigation. Around that one year mark, someone called the police and reported that they saw the girls leaving and also believed that they were running away. Now it wasn't reported where they were leaving from, whether it was the gas station or store, leaving town, leaving the house, but apparently that information was enough for the investigators to confirm their theory that their girls ran away. As time passed, family members continued to contact the sheriff's department asking them to reopen the investigation, but they were always given some other explanation as to why that wasn't happening. At one point, they were even told that the twins had been removed from their home by Child Protective Services and placed into foster care. That was something that really struck the family as odd. Like, where did that come from? There was one relative that had a child removed from Child Protective Services, but it definitely wasn't the twins, and that happened after they went missing. Years and years continued to go by. The case remained closed. The only people looking for Danette and Jeanette were their family and friends, until two things happened. One was an election, and the other was a true crime podcast. How would you like to save a couple of hours each week? Grocery shopping takes time, and time is something that we are always trying to get more of. That's where Instacart comes in. With Instacart, you can spend that extra time catching up on other things like the gym, reading a book, or listening to a podcast while you're reading a book at the gym. Instacart also uses its technology to highlight deals to help save you money. The shoppers pick the freshest produce and they even keep your eggs safe. Instacart delivers to your door in as fast as one hour. If you use the link in the show notes, it helps support this show and it lets Instacart know that I sent you. And you will get a free delivery on your first order of over $35. And now, back to the show. In 2012, Richard Roundtree was elected sheriff in Richmond County, Georgia. In 2013, Shanta Strugis, who was only 12 in 1990 when her two older twin sisters went missing, approached the sheriff and asked him to have a sit-down meeting. The sheriff agreed to the meeting, and after reviewing everything that was told to him, he reopened the case. The sheriff released a statement to the media saying that for over 20 years, he felt that a terrible injustice has been done to the family. The sheriff's office met with the family, took DNA samples to test for any familiar DNA that would have been involved in any law enforcement system such as unidentified remains. As of now, in 2021, no matches have been reported. In 2017, a podcast called The Fall Line devoted a season to Danette and Jeanette. The podcast helped bring more attention to the case. A billboard was put up with age progression photos of the girls and an $8,000 reward was offered for any information leading to answers. After reflecting back on the day that Danette and Jeanette went missing, family members realized how odd it was that they asked multiple people that night to walk home with them. 
that was something that they had never done before, and they always walked everywhere together. Maybe it was the incident with the van that had them on edge. Maybe they felt like they were still being followed. Maybe they knew that they were still being followed. This is going to bring us to a conclusion of this episode of Crime Nerds. Thank you for listening.